We are not in the warehouse, but we will be back there so soon. It's goalie season. Let's talk floorball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports and the warehouse, but lately about floorball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Rubble, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. You know, I didn't even realize it, but this is the third interview in a row that's a goalie, huh? It is. It's kind of great. We got half of them. That's great. Maybe we got them all. Maybe the best one today, arguably. We got the only the only ones that matter. Yeah. The ha- all three, all three, of the handsome ones. The rest of the three. Oh, are. But today <laughs> we got the start of the warehouse himself, the best goalie in the tournament, the most handsome man, Kyle McDonald. Most well endowed. He's here. Oh. I mean, I didn't win the I didn't win the best look or whatever it was, but you know, I think I I probably should have, you know. But it is what it is. What can we do? Yeah, it's what it, it is. What it, is. it was rigged. It was rigged from the start. I agree. I agree. I, agree. I also don't have my mustache or beard. I feel kind of like not myself right now. But <laughs> hey, what can you do? What can you do? That's fine. Brendan forgot his too. He lost it in the move. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you know I, I'm Brendan really good at video yeah. editing. I can add like a a handlebar stash and post. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, but happy new year, everyone. First episode in the new year. Wow, Peter, you know the Kirby enthusiasm rule, you can't say happy new year after January seventh. It's illegal. I don't I've never I've never watched Kirby Enthusiasm. Well he's gonna the show's over or he's gonna die soon, so you gotta you gotta watch this show fast. Rest in rest in peace. <clears throat> um show uh show's over. Happy New Year. Had a milestone birthday this past weekend. Me, not you. <laughs> it's like I didn't. So turn we're any. all there. What what, what milestone was that? Thirty-one. Oh, okay. the, the classic milestone. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink now. What? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Congrats! Everybody's very excited. But yeah, big time. Uh, the next round of JM tournaments got announced, and we said we're gonna we're gonna come back and enter during interview season with a bang. Get Kyle McDonald, who we wanted for so long. Uh, I don't know if you saw this when I when I messaged you on Glad Twitter. I had a message to you back after Blitzball Battle Three. I think you were the first person we reached out to to get like on the show because I think it was Zoe and I Jimmy or something. Huh? Did I not reply? Or... No, I mean... you didn't. Wow. What? This is what we we, this, this podcast is all about just putting our guests on blast. Bang. What, an and asshole. what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, to be fair, it was like the very early days of the podcast where like Jimmy. I mean, I feel and... like I still want to it. I don't know. <laughs> we that, had, that's yep, best former came back with, with facial hair. He's a different guy. May fifteenth, yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. There it is. Me in red. <laughs> He's oh, showing you the read receipts. Let's go on red too. It's kind of it's kind of bold. Yeah, he's an ass. Wow, unbelievable. Hey, we hate that guy. He's never going to be on this podcast. Uh, but like, we had Jimmy and Zoe ask to be on, and then we asked you. We're like, we got to get a, a character. We're like, we're going to get. Yeah. He's always down for a good time. Of course, always. That's why I'm surprised that I didn't reply to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it we're is. Here, we're I mean, here now. You're a busy guy. 
Yeah, crazy. Hey, we're here now. We're here now. We're yeah. But, Brendy, we got a first question we got to ask. We've been forgetting it. Yeah, you know, I, I was going to change it up because I know it's sort of early in the East Coast, and I didn't know what the hit rate would be on this question. But I did hear K-Mac say he did have dinner. So I can ask, what did you have for dinner tonight? I had actually, let me see if I can, it was like one of those box pasta things. I was too lazy to cook, and I was, oh, yeah. Was, all right. Okay. <laughs> Jack had the same when he was on. Oh, yeah. Mega bowls. Oh, mega bowls. That's mega meal for a mega man. So I had one of those, and then, well, this, I, I don't know why I'm going to show this, because it's kind of, <laughs> whatever, I don't really care, but this was my dessert. Oh, I was. This is my dessert while I was waiting. I was just eating cereal <laughs> for my birthday. For Peter's birthday. Wow. What a guy. What a great guy. That's where the blitz ball power comes from. That's where all the power comes from. It comes from the cake thighs. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man. Uh, so I, I, I want to still ask my backup question because I think it's a good question. It's in the same vein. Um, K Mac. What is your favorite McDonald's menu item? Do you have one? Wow. Okay, if I go to McDonald's, I pretty much get like the same order every time. Okay. I'll get uh, I'll get a cheeseburger, no pickles, with ten McNuggets, uh, sweet and sour or six McNuggets, sweet and sour sauce, uh, fries, and a Coke. And then sometimes I'll get an Oreo McFlurry with the caramel sauce. Whoa, that. that's a pro move. I was gonna say. You know, okay. Depending on the weather. Depending on the weather, it changes the right McFlurry. Now, but, you know, in the middle of the summer, you know, yeah, the championship McFlurry. Okay. Now we're talking. That, that is the best McFlurry, yeah. I was going to say, because some people are psychopaths and get, like, the M&M one, and the only one to really get is Oreo, but I didn't know the pro move of doing the caramel on top. That's, that's, that's yeah, something. Yeah, a little caramel in there, you stick it in there. That's, yeah, so it's that. That's genius. Wow. Never had one. Never had one? Are you shocked? Are you surprised? Well, listen, there's a lot of things that I've never had that gets revealed on this show. Some of the things Drew Davis bullies me into having. Uh, I had never had chocolate milk. I had, he like, Drew wrote to me. The, my first ever interaction with Drew he was when it came out on the podcast that I had never had chocolate milk. He wrote to Brendan because he didn't know which one of us said it. He wrote to Brendan and goes, how dare you never have chocolate? He goes, not me, and sent him to my Twitter. So then he, our first interaction was him telling me that I need to drink chocolate milk, essentially. Uh, never That's had that. Hilarious. Never had Taco Bell was another one, I think, that we talked about. Yeah, which, which you've had since, right? Nope. Still oh, never so had Taco Bell. Okay. And now Mac, McFlurries. McFlurries are good. Never had those. I mean, I'm sure, but I'm also lactose intolerant, so we'll see. <laughs> well, you can just might not be in the cards. One time. That, yeah. You got me. You just drink it and then me. you put it right behind you when you're done. Just let it loose. I, Back in the same cup. I got I went to a burrito place the other day. Here we go. We're going on our tangents. I, I went to a burrito place the other day and my wife wanted chips and queso. And I was like, okay, sure, we'll get that. She goes, I go, Do you have Kristen, do you have like lactate with you? She goes, Oh yeah, I have lactate. No worries. I say, okay. So what's the worst that could happen? Right? Take the lactate. Finish my burrito, start eating the chips and dip immediately. I was like, Ooh, they better fucking have a bathroom in here. <laughs> it was, I've never, it's never come on faster in my life. 
It was it was like I had the second chip. I was like, all right, I'll I guess I'll see you guys later. That's hilarious. Is is so, there any food for you, K Mac, that does that to you? It's <laughs> a good interview question. I mean, I'm allergic to peanuts, but like as far as shitting, no, nah, I mean I just I shit a lot in general. His but, body is a temple. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. You know. Like All right, day. we see the direction this one's going. Straight from the beginning. <laughs> All right, well, the shitty boys. The shitty boys. Yeah. The poopy pod. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's get into the sports, I now, guess. Get it. Let's get into the sports. Brennan, hit a sports button. Uh, This one? Oh, oh, there's a closet sports. That's good. Didn't hear that one, so okay. it could have been anything. There was was it "Let Me Love You"? I hope it was "Let <laughs> Me Love You." It wasn't that song. <laughs> it's never gonna be "Let Me Love You." Um, so, K Mac, widely regarded as the number one goalie in this, mentioned um, a lot that you were a junior hockey goalie. Can you just take us through like your junior hockey experience? Because I think most people from John Boy know you for being part of the Yankees organization, minor league baseball, collegiate baseball. Uh, did you really play at that high of a level in hockey, or was that just Rose, like, making shit up on the spot? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I mean, I played at a decently high level. Um, I was a forward, actually, growing up until I was about 12 or 13, maybe. And that, uh, I don't know what it was about the equipment stuff, but I was also a catcher. And I just was like begging my dad to switch to be a goalie. Just like getting hurt. And uh, that year, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> my uh, my coach let me. We were young, so we had two goalies, and we just alternated every game, right? But my dad didn't want to like fully make me switch because he didn't want me to switch. Mm-hmm. So instead of sitting on the bench for the games, I'd still play forward and then play goalie the next game, whatever. I loved it uh, playing goalie. Um, so now I played until I was. 16 or 17. I was probably junior was my last year, I think, in high school. Okay. Um, and we went over to Sweden and Finland, playing a tournament over there. We won a tournament in Sweden. Crazy. Um, cool. Football stuff over there. Yeah. Was, so that was a cool experience. And then it got to the point where I was like, baseball or hockey, I kind of had to excuse me, choose what I was going to do. And I always was a little bit better at baseball. Um, but I didn't know. It was one of those things, like, in the winter during hockey season, I was always like, oh, hockey, hockey, hockey. Like, I don't care about baseball, whatever. And then come summer, I was like, oh, baseball, like, baseball, baseball. Yeah, I don't care yeah. about hockey. And right. So I never really knew what I wanted to pay. Everyone would be like, what do you like more? And I was like, I don't know. Like, depends on the season, I guess. <laughs> it kind of, I don't know if I was, like, forced to baseball, but uh, I went and tried out for uh, Junior A hockey team. I didn't make it, but I made the equivalent <laughs> for baseball. And so I was kind of like, well, I made the highest level I can make for baseball. I didn't for hockey. That's kind of like my writing on the wall, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said, God and, made uh, this decision for the... me. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, I may as well. Baseball at that point was coming like year-round thing. I was starting, like, it was starting to get more serious, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't have time to do both. And so that's kind of when I split and went to, towards baseball and, and not kind of hung up the, the skates i've played a couple beer league games since and stuff nice all right around, but that, that was yeah, yeah so that was that's been fun here and there but uh but it's been a while since i played and four ball is fun though. yeah that was yeah so either way so you're, we are the more qualified quali- one of more qualified goalies essentially was it you and kaner i guess are the two with real well and they had asked uh, that was it right and they, they had asked me going into it they said do you want to play goalie or do you want to play forward for the the tournament 
Because I think they wanted to have most of their captains playing like on the floor to kind of have more action or whatever, right? Um, and I was like, you know, honestly, I'm open to either. I said, as far as like winning a tournament goes, I said, if I'm building my own team and I can bring in like whoever I want as my forwards, I said, then I'll play goalie because then I can at least know I have hockey players that can, you know, do yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. up front. I said, but either for content purposes or if I'm just getting like a bunch of random, like, you know, people that don't play hockey, just like social media influencers, stuff like that. I said that I'd rather play forward because then at least I can help contribute to goals or, you know, do more things than just sit in the net. Um, yeah. They ended up building my team for me, but they gave me hockey players. Uh, clearly my team was pretty stacked, but um, that was <laughs> kind of what I, what I was hoping for is that I could be a goalie <laughs> right. and do my job and let my forwards do theirs. And, right, right. You know, everything yeah. kind of worked the way I'd hoped. But, um, but yeah, they kind of gave me that option because I, they – <laughs> excuse me they wanted i think they wanted me to play forward but when we built the team they were happy that yeah you know it kind of worked out the way it did i mean for content's sake too like your personality shines through anyway and you're super recognizable as a goalie mm-hmm. with the facial hair the cup i mean you you still you still came back and that's the thing like, i got yeah they know I, i'm gonna try and you know be me and, and spice it up a little bit like yeah even that mask i don't know, like i i could have worn a different mask and seen a lot better like i wasn't right. seeing great through it but they loved it for content on the screen and Jimmy was like obsessed with it as far as like visuals. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to keep riding with it. Cause I can see well enough, <laughs> but like <laughs> right. for me going there, it's, it's tough for me because I don't have the social media following a lot of these guys have. Like right. I'm not an influencer. I don't have a Nikki Cass following. I don't have a Joseph Fly following. Right. Like right. I'm like, not, a, we got, I'm, I don't have that brand built up. Like I'm living off my character. Like if I don't, you know, be a character if I don't, you know, have fun with it and bringing the audience in and stuff like that, put on a show, then what am I really bringing to the yeah, warehouse? Yeah. Like, I'm just right. Person, right? right. The warehouse so, is your like, stage, really. Exactly. So, like, I kind of know my role and where I'm at and putting on a show and the kind of balance of putting on the show and being myself and trying to win, but, but you know, trying to have fun at the same time. Like, you know, when I'm pitching, I have the mask on and blitzball and, you know, like mm-hmm. stuff like that in the past with like crazy windups and <laughs> right. different little things that like, you know, if I was taking it a thousand percent serious, like I probably wouldn't be doing, do I want to win a hundred percent? Like right. I ate like, well, I'm legitimately upset when we lose. Right. But I'm also going to have fun with it and try and, you know, make it entertainment. Right. Like, uh, you know, you got to kind of play the, play the line with it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Absolutely. So what would you say the split is between putting on a show and you playing serious 50 50 or is it more exact? No, I would say it's more serious than that. Like I'm definitely like I'm full go. Like when we're, when we're playing, like even though I'm having fun and like doing those lineups, like if it's not a strike, I'm still mad. Like, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's partially like, deception too, it, you know? So it's, it's, there, there is some idea of like trying to do it on purpose as well. For sure. For sure. And like, it was a setup, uh, who was it in the last football, uh, when we played, uh, Como um, with mm. Sammy Reaser. Yeah. And he had that leg kick, right? And I was like, I'm not good. I don't have a slider. I don't have any, right. any other pitches. I was you like, don't have I don't a breaker have at all. I'm just trying to throw a strike. Yeah, but I was like, if this kid can, like, keep doing his leg kick, then maybe I can get him with just you messing up my line. You can pitch. Yeah, and it, was, it wasn't, like, anything about the ball and the movement. It was just me as my wind-up being just kind timing. of Just timing, yeah. Right, right. For sure. That's kind of the way it happens. 
because some of these guys are way better, especially pitching and throwing than I am. Like I can hit, I'm not worried about that, but pitching wise, I don't, I'm clearly not that great. So I just try to use deception. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, not to get to BB4 previews too, too much, but wow. did you add another pitch for BB4 that we didn't see yet? It might. Uh, I've definitely been working Ooh. on some stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, I that haven't watched any of it yet. I don't even know how stuff is going to work on BB4. I'm actually excited to watch. I love watching it when it comes out. You I do? Don't ever okay, good. get to see it. I don't hear or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or I just Obviously, we know the outcome because we played it, but yeah. we don't get to see. It's way different when you watch because you don't get to hear Rosie's commentary. You don't get right, to hear right. It's, the not, it's not the full thing. Moments. You don't really hear the crowd noise. Yeah, and you don't hear see the replays and you know stuff like that. So it's a, it's a way different vibe and when you get to rewatch it back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, as far as pitch wise goes, uh, I might have a little something. Okay. Something coming out for me. Okay. Yeah, because I, I do feel like your your repertoire is like people are starting to see that like looping sinker, I guess we'll call it, pretty well now. So I'm like, well, he's got to come in with like some sort of like you say before you you haven't had a slider or like anything besides just the straight sinker so I, I would i would think that you'd bring yeah. something else to the table so i had been for since pretty much since blitzball one every time we're in there like just messing around i've been trying to work on a breaking ball or just anything else and it's been so bad and everyone's been trying to help dogs i'm trying to do that i'm it's not working yeah even uh aaron the guy blitzball guy the guy who invented the blitzballs and stuff, yeah. he comes out and He's like, bro, I'll send you balls and a strike zone home. Like, you can work on it at home. And I have a few <laughs> balls at the house, and I still don't even – I just show up and play every time. But, but I think I may have finally found something. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. But uh, that's fun. I've been okay. working on something. Something to look out so for. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. Something to look forward to for sure. <clears throat> um, yeah. But shift back to floorball really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So being the captain of Mac Flurry. What, I guess, it's kind of funny that you were the captain, right? Because you were the one there with arguably the least amount of hockey experience leading the team, you know? And I don't know if you, like, knew Chelsea and Nick and uh, Steve before the tournament. I don't even know, like, I mean, I guess maybe if you were a Leafs fan, you would have known of Steve. Or if you follow hockey pages on Instagram, you would have known of Chelsea or known Nick through Sam or whatever. But, like... What was it like getting there and be? Were you just like, listen, guys, for the camera, I'm gonna like be the captain, or were you legitimately like in there? No, so we had actually. Uh, I didn't know any of them. Okay. Um, I my buddy, my buddy was actually so he played at a tournament. And I sent him the names, and he knew Steve Dang. He's a huge Leafs fan. He knew Steve. I was like, bro, I got no clue. This guy has never heard of him. <laughs> I didn't know Chelsea. I kind of, kind of knew Nick. Uh, from the previous right, right. floorball, the one, the first one, the new right. of Nick, like, I, but I've never spoken to him or talked to him or anything like that. Um, but when they sent us the teams, I texted Sam and I was like, you know, Sam, let me get all their numbers. And we made a big group chat, like probably like a month, month and a half before we uh, got down there. And uh, we had actually tried to set up a couple of times. Chelsea was out in Winnipeg, she was a little far, but me, Nick, and uh, Steve had tried to set up a couple meetups to go play a, like a little floor ball, like out in the street and then go grab a beer or something after mm-hmm. we never ended up making it work. So the first time we met was, was down there. Yeah. Uh, in New Jersey. But, um, 
But yeah, they kind of looked at, I had the least amount of uh, like hockey experience, but I had all the warehouse experience and that's kind of what they like looked at me for as right. far as like how the warehouse goes, how to like, you know, there's little quirks to the warehouse and your body gets beat up in there on the hardwood floor right. and like, mm-hmm. like, you know, guys want to go out and you know, hang out after games and stuff and everyone's having beers and having fun, but like. That floor and that environment, it's something different. Like, you, you think it's all fun until you get done day one or day two, and you're like, oh, my yeah. God, this isn't, this isn't a vacation. This isn't fun. This and, is like, and this knowing is, that that one was filmed deal. in, like, the dead of summer, too, I can imagine coming there hungover and having to play oh, a second day. I would, You'd probably pass out. We were sitting in ice baths all day after games outside. Guys, just we had towels lined up over the fence and like guys' underwear and shorts. <laughs> and just, oh, it, was, it was hilarious. But yeah, it was it was hot. Yeah. So that's the problem with the warehouse. It's getting better now. We're like we're adding up to it, but in the summer it's a billion degrees, and then in the winter it's freezing. <laughs> right. You know, it's it, whatever it is outside. That's what it is. It's but, a, it's a warehouse. Mean, we, yeah. But it's yeah, the warehouse. We went in like what was it September, Brendan? I think so, and yeah. it wasn't a particularly hot day, and I wore, like, yeah. jeans and a soccer jersey, and I was like, fuck, this was the wrong decision. <laughs> I was dying in there. It's crazy, because yeah. you do yeah. forget. It is, like, legitimately a, a real warehouse. They don't just say it for, for, cla- for like, um, naming purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. When you pull up there for the first time, where am I? Am I yeah. just out here? Like, you're- yeah. <laughs> I remember being like, uh, you know what? If I there's a boot in my car when I get out here, I guess I'll just have to figure it out. <laughs> like, whatever, whatever happens, happens. That's yeah, crazy. Was, that that was your thought. <laughs> I would have been so stressed. I got dropped off by an Uber at the airport. And the guy was like, "Are you sure you're at the right spot?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm fine." <laughs> oh my goodness, it's it's like, quite right, a location man. too. It's quite a location. There's yeah. a lot of very, like, yeah. I don't want to, like, dox them and say what notable landmarks no, are. Yeah. But when I say that, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, um, I know exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a landmark. There's, like, the store next door is absolutely just <laughs> wild that that's there. It, it's that's crazy. It's so funny. Uh, but, yeah. okay. Brenda, you got, I just asked the last question, so you get the next one. Oh, wow. That's how it works. Okay. Well, mine's rude. I don't, I don't know if you're ready for rude questions. <laughs> Speaking of rude, I forgot to ask Chris. I'm going to ask him right now. Okay, good. Uh, but I, I don't know if this pertains to floorball or blissball, so I guess just give me an overall warehouse answer. But who is the player in any tournament that you're the least afraid of? Wow, that is rude. So who do you want to Ooh. call out right now? Ooh. All of them. Um, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm not. No, I'll be honest. The one that I'll answer it the opposite way. The one that okay. scares me, the only That's one good. I have nightmares about, Dan Canovio. Really? Old really? Man Dan. That, that lefty, the southpaw is, is getting to you. It's, that lefty, I don't even, yeah, I can't. Like, I mess around and say shit, but that man. <laughs> Oh man, man, does something on some fuck me, Jack. Trev, eat my ass, Trev. The fucking <laughs> what's his dick over there? 
My God. All right, so I'll, I'll, Dan, I'll take Trev as the answer for least afraid, and Dan is most afraid. I mean, yeah, fuck Trev. Pretty boy out in Cali. I'm sorry, oh, wow. the NFL players. You need to be in the warehouse. <laughs> this is what I was looking for. What are you doing? Wow, we got some clippable moments yeah. today, Brendy. That's what we're going for. That's so funny. <clears throat> Trev stuff, oh I'm fully God. with you. That's great. Uh, the Dan stuff wow. always cracks me up because, like, in classic baseball, normally the righties hit the lefties super well. But in blitzball, it just doesn't work, I guess, because, like, the movement on the ball like, goes away from you guys. Is it just – it's weird to I – mean, you're, you're, you're a lefty. You're a lefty. I forget. Yeah, so that, yeah. I guess that, that is the natural mm. thing then. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. He gets. I can't get. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I forgot that. That was a whole storyline. It's been so long. I forgot that he really does own you. Yeah, I just. I don't know what it is. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking for redemption in BB4 with that whole thing. Then it's time. Yeah, to be honest, like people ask me sometimes, and they're like, "Did you do this? Did you ask me? I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you if I faced. Like, I don't even remember at this point. It's been so long. Like, yeah. I remember how we did as a team, like, where we finished, like, where other teams finished, like, roughly. But as far as, like, actual gameplay, like, when I rewatch it, I'm like, oh, that's what happened? Yeah. So, like, I'll be sitting there, and I'm like, I know something. Like, I did something in this game, but, like, I don't remember when. And then it happens. I'm like, oh, what? That's how it happened? <laughs> Like, it's it's probably such a blur. We'll do another two before it gets released, and like I get them all, you know, mixed up. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more that you do, and but... the longer it is since you release, it just probably all gets lumped together. Oh. Yeah, and then you leave for so long, and then you know you work in your, your daily life, you kind of forget about it, and then yeah, you're watching it, and you go do another tournament. And... Yeah, it's probably like a, it's a nice time capsule, though. I can imagine. Oh, it's great! Yeah, because then you get to rewatch, it. and then we have all our group chat. Like everyone's all, you know, aware of our personalities, and we have all our team group chats and stuff. So we're all texting there when games are going off and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's always a good time to rewatch them back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You ever hop in the chat and watch live? Oh yeah, I try to. Anytime when we're not racing, like we have some night races and stuff, so sometimes it's hard. But all right. anytime we're not racing, I'm at home. If I'm not, I hop on and try and get in the chat. Nice and mess around with people. That's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. I'm just going back and looking at your Blitzball Battle 3, like my notes against you you and Dan, and I, he got you twice. It's not good. It was like yeah. I forgot all I think about this. Tra- they struck him out on like a pitch that hit him like in the nuts or something. That's what I remember. Uh, what? Something. He hit me. A, I feel like I swung a few times and he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty. It's yeah. not. And, I don't, and the thing is, like, if you just – didn't stand in the box and stood behind all the pitches, you'd be like, he doesn't, his stuff isn't even that good. Yeah. Like, he's not overpowering. He doesn't dominate. He doesn't. He just mostly throws fastballs. <laughs> yeah. And he has, like, a little slider he throws every now and then, which is, like, I feel like I see it the whole time, and then I just can't hit it. Yeah. I, it's the most frustrating thing. Is, it, is, is he in your head well, as soon as you walk up to the, to the plate? Like, you get a little nervous because, like, I hear you yeah, go. Much, oh, yeah. I, I look at calling every time. I'm like, yo, bro, I don't, I don't even. It's on you. Like, I, it's not. And then they do the stupid thing where he pitches to me and the other guy pitches to him. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to start hitting right-handed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's uh, – I'm excited to see you back with Colin because Colin's a yeah. lot of fun to watch, he's, too. He's a lot the two you need more redemption. reserved. A lot more reserved. He is more yeah. reserved. In terms of redemption, I feel like if you guys got a third game, 
you would have fully put it together. Because I remember, mm-hmm. what I remember the most from Blitzball Battle 3 was, I thought that you looked like you had the most potential out of like the non-Como people in the whole mm-hmm. tournament. You specifically, not Mac Flurry Power. And then right at the right. end of that second game, it was like, boom, Colin's starting to figure it out. So if you had just one yeah. more game, I think you guys would have been right there in it. But that's tournament. And I, I, and I think that's kind of what we talked about too, Colin and I. The first turn, well, Boss and I were first turn, but the first turn when Colin and I played in, I, my flight got canceled, delayed, delayed, and canceled. So I missed the first game of the tournament. Mm. They lost. I come in for game two right off the plane and we play. And I hadn't even touched a blitz ball, bat, nothing. And we come in and we have, I can't even remember the score, but we lose and we get eliminated. But we played okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if we had another game and I could have played, we might have been all right. Same thing, blitz ball, battle three. We come back, they play Como game one. We played them good. It was a solid game. They ended up going on and winning it. So we lost the champions in game one. Yeah. No shame there. Game two, we come back. I don't remember. So we lost in game two, but it was another good game. Was it we got ice? Made? It was someone who ended up going to the final. Game two, a hook line. Semifinals. Hook line, well, yeah. Dan, hook. Dan's there, so that makes sense. And yeah. Kenobio, yeah, that was the Kenobio issue, right? But yeah. again, it was a good, another good game, and they went far. But we got eliminated. And again, Colin and I are the only two that don't play year-round. All those guys play in the, in the warehouse or play, you know, Como plays year-round. Well, Colin is starting to now. He's actually picked it up. He still uh, plays all the time. Oh, was the only one. Yeah, he went to uh, Tampa for the Blitzball World Series. I actually oh, was nice. part of uh, John Boy's team down there. They invited me too. I just couldn't make it with work. So yeah, I was right. kind of disappointed. But that's cool. Um, but yeah, so Colin's been. He he actually uh, talked to the Como guys. They've they've been kind of close. They're trying to help him start up a league down in Arkansas where he is. I know that's awesome. Nice. He's got a warehouse and everything. He's yeah, so they're doing a whole. He's doing a whole bunch of stuff, and he's gotten. He's gotten pretty legit. Oh wow! It's okay. pretty fun to watch, honestly. He's been all the time on Snapchat of him messing around just in the in the warehouse, his warehouse, and, and doing whatever. But um, wow! But yeah, like I said, like I, we ended up showing up, you know, and up until recently, neither one of us played at all. So like these guys all are going around. We're stepping back in for the first time, four or five. I know Poof doesn't either. Trevor doesn't do anything. Else. No, right. So he's a, That's part of his pride. Play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it takes a game or two though to like feel the wiffle ball again and the excuse me, the blitz ball and the bats and Yeah. So when I thought we were playing so good early and just losing it's like one more game and we might have had a click, you know? Right. One more game we might have especially to lose such a close game to Como, it was like, man, if we could have played them three or four games in in the semis or the finals, would we have been able to take them right being fully into it, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention so like, kind you of know, thing. I don't know if you wanted to bring this up, Brendan, but like getting eliminated the way you did. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, if, like, if you like can recall feelings of that moment of the uh, the pinstripe strong baggage game. Yeah, that was uh, that was a rough one to lose. I've given Jake a lot of shit about that, but uh, <laughs> I just it was one of those things, though. To be honest, like it it made obviously made for content and stuff like right. that, but it almost puts them in like a lose-lose situation because I think they're going to take heat either way they right. see it. Because we were sitting there talking about the call and I during the game. Like, we knew, we saw it was coming. We knew they were going to do something like yeah. that. But he said, look, if they go ahead and they don't do it and, and, you know, they try the game, they end up giving them a grand slam. Everyone in the comments section, like, why do they just walk up and they're on to the next one? Why do they just, you know, it's yeah, a free base, right. they go yeah. on and they're – 
then they do what they did, and then there's the other side of it is like, well, why did they just play it out? We so either way, they were kind of stuck. But I think in their heads, doing this what they did, it drew more attention, and you know, it's told well, a bit more, it drew more drama, and yeah, it built it was going into Florida, you know, it had the the drama and the and the, the rivalry built up and right. stuff like that. So, um, obviously, it sucked. Like we were pissed. Like Colin and I were not happy about you know yeah. going out like that. But at the same time, we also understand. You know, the whole the whole plot of what we're doing there. So. I think the whole thing was perfect television because it was kind of like if we go back a year to this whole thing, in that final at-bat, Jake was fully losing the zone. Like, I think mm-hmm. if he continued to pitch normally, he would have ended up walking him anyways, and then it was that would have kind of been like a pathetic walk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, he tried and still walked. That's the only way he yeah. wouldn't have been, like, a bad guy. Um, yeah. Him throwing the ball the way he did <laughs> was perfect content. It was perfect yeah. content because that turns it into, and I, I wrote this to Jimmy the other day, that I feel like the all the warehouse games are like getting uh, WWE-ified mm-hmm. to, this, yeah. to this point, and it's yeah. like that is That's the epitome of it. We want like the challenge-esque type stuff, uh, and that's yeah. sort of where it's going. One more rivalries. No, a hundred. Yeah, uh, and that's what we're trying to build too. And like, you know, obviously we don't want fake rivalries either. We don't want to like, right, right. Know, we're gonna fight. And, and they're all playful too. Because you, you know, yeah, but, and that's it, right? Like, you know, Plouf and I like in the past. The only reason we didn't continue continued on from one to two is because I missed that first first game, right. and so he, that, and then Nikki kind of picked it up. And like, yeah, you try and pick up little rivalries based on what's going on in, in the game, and like trying to. Exaggerate. Yeah, it's got to be bit, organic right? too. You can't just like just do it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, because you can feel it. If it's not organic, and you know everyone like you're forcing it, it's just not. It's not the same. It doesn't make good content either, right? So. Yeah, right. So, but that really fed into the whole semifinal game you had in floorball because it brought that storyline. I know Brendan and I were talking about it a lot leading up to like not on the podcast, just like in life. We were like, I'm so excited to see this essentially rematch from like K-Max revenge game mm-hmm. against baggage. And it had, it ended up being one of the best games in the whole tournament. So like, it wasn't really, you know. it's funny. Cause you weren't really in like, I mean, it's arguable, but I think you'll, yeah. you'll know what I meant. You were not yeah. in an impact position 100%. during the game. Well, and that, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier about how they kind of wanted the captain in the game. You know what I mean? Like on the floor for that. Right. Right. And I said, but I made sure that I looked that up, and my team, Nick, uh, Steve, and, and uh, Chelsea all knew the rivalry right. and what happened. And that was every time in the interviews or before a game of text chats, we were like sending. I went out and got donuts and breakfast that morning. And I said, "Fuck baggage," and like I did the whole team <laughs> breakfast. Like everyone can have donuts and baggage. I made sure everyone knew what was going. Even the people on other teams that weren't there for. For the blitzball stuff, I made yeah. sure that everyone knew they all what felt was going it. On. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that way we can build up the intensity in the warehouse, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like we were saying before, too, you make up for the stuff that's not happening on the floor in the between period interviews and the post game stuff. Like that, that's all like a part of it, too. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's crazy. So I guess, um, is that the end of my floorball questions? Be, I, I think mean, so. I guess. I mean, I, I mean, mean, how did it feel to? Did you did you fully expect yeah, to win this tournament it. going into this, or was yeah, it? What, did you fully expect the, to win this tournament going ball? into it? Yeah, floorball. 
Um, so I honestly I wasn't really sure because I knew Nick was good, but other than that, I wasn't sure what we were gonna get. Like I knew Chelsea was like disgusting on ice with a hockey stick, but yeah, to do it like up with a four ball is completely different, right? And like I never played goalie. I've never been on my like I played goalie in hockey, but never four ball goalie. Never been on my knee. Like it's different too, and. You know, Steve doesn't play. He knows hockey very well. Yeah, right. But he doesn't play. So, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know what the other talent's going to be like. So I was kind of had an open mind. Like, I knew we were going to be competitive. I, I knew we'd be competitive. Right. But after the first game and watched – the first day, I should say, and watched all the teams play, I was very confident in our team because every team – so obviously Chelsea, when Steve figured out how to – do stuff with a floor ball. It was, she was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Her and Nick up front were disgusting together. If, I think Nick right. had but a similar answer time, to you too. He said like once he saw the first practice, he's like, "Yeah, we got this." Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I knew, but I think the biggest key for us winning it was Steve. And yeah. I mean that because a lot of other teams had. We all had kind of one player that was the content person that didn't play or didn't know hockey right. as well. Right. There was every team had that one person. But Steve knew hockey or knows hockey so well that even though he may not have had the talent that Nick and, and Chelsea had, he knew where to be positionally on the floor. Mm-hmm. So yep. he was in the way of passes. He was in the way of shots all the time. He was taking away lanes. He was in the corner when he was supposed to be. Whereas there were times, like, if you go back and we were to, like, break down video, like, we scored some goals where if Steve was on the other team, we might not have scored, not because he's better than the player, right? because he was just standing just in where the way. he should be standing. Right, he knows hockey. And we had three people on the team that knew hockey. Every other team didn't. So right. Chelsea, Nick, and Steve knew where to stand, knew where to go without having to talk to each other. It was very quick, just basic hockey communication right. on the floor, whereas other teams were kind of like, like we got to the perfect example. They probably had more talent than us. Like they were faster, they were quick, they didn't mm-hmm. get tired with – but they didn't have Owen and um, uh, who is their, their other forward? Uh, oh, man. Uh, it was a while ago. Oh, DZ? Yeah. DZ, DZ. Yeah, DZ. DZ. They, DZ knows hockey, but Zoe doesn't know hockey. He's quick and he's fast and he moves right. around, but he didn't know hockey strategy. So moving the ball around, being in spots and being in the center, like where they're supposed to be, it wasn't – it wasn't a hockey style. So, like, yeah. we were able to take away proper lanes and play proper hockey and just, you know, win games based on that. And after the first day, it was kind of like, okay, yeah. we should be able to just hockey them. Right. That, that, like, yeah. two, two names that jumped to my head with that sort of same thing is, like, Drew and Nikki. Uh, like, two guys that don't yeah. know hockey, and they want to brute force it and just, like, do it. They just want to make up for their lack of talent with just, like, running as fast as they can and being athletic, and it's just not what you need Your sometimes. energy. Yeah. Well, if you look at our team, like Chelsea, Steve, and, I mean, even even Nick, they're not. I mean, Nick was a little, Nick is quick, but yeah, Chelsea and Steve, even said like they're not the fastest. They weren't running up and down the floor, burning people. Most of the time, they're just standing still, and Chelsea was just dangling around people and making plays. <laughs> and Steve was just standing in the right spot. Like it wasn't like we were, you know, fast break every single time running down the court and scoring. We were setting things up, moving the ball around, taking advantage of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And we didn't put up a lot of, other than hook line sinker game. We didn't put up a lot of goals. Like most of the games were what two one three one. Like they were pretty low scoring. We yeah, just played yeah. Just, like good quality hockey Tight. to be honest. Yeah. Right. It was one of those. It was uh those games though where it felt like yeah the score was close but based on the play right. outside of the championship 
where it, mm-hmm. that really did feel like a coin toss for most of it. it mm-hmm. Um, like it, it was just like it's just a complete outclassing of the other team. Yeah, yeah, and then that's what it felt like every time we went in the game. Like the scores were close, and you know it wasn't like a pure domination, but we just had ball control, and we kind of just were able to do kind of whatever we wanted. Right. It felt like, you know, like if we wanted to go up and put one in, we could. And if we wanted to control the ball, we could. Right. Depending on the situation. Were right. you upset you left? You let in a goal to hook line? And notice I say a goal because I am very adamant that Drew's <laughs> the other one. I can't think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I Drew's did not go in. I agree, but we won't argue. Um, I was disappointed I let in a goal to hook line, but I was more disappointed. Well, so it didn't end up mattering, but we had talked about the goal differential going into the game. Mm-hmm. Just our team, just between us. We had messed it up. So I thought that goal had lost us the one seed. That's why I laid there so disappointed, because I thought that goal had just cost us the mm-hmm. one seed. We thought Didn't it was pure pride. Until I, okay. Yeah, it was pure pride. I thought we lost the one seed. And then that's why at the end of the game, they almost scored again. I was just kind of standing there not caring. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter Like whether we win 11-2 or 11-3, whatever. Then Jolly comes up. He's like, bro, you know that goal? If they would have scored at the end there, you'd have lost the one seed. I said, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I said, I thought we already lost it. He goes, no, they needed to score three times. I said, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, crap. I'd have been so mad if I lost the one seed. Oh, my I God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. But uh, you know, it definitely wasn't happy. I, I let him go on the mound. Yeah, well, especially Drew. Drew, Drew, uh, Drew, is something. <laughs> Drew's something. Drew's fun. Drew's fun. After well, the day before we played them, he texted me and he, we're, we're sitting in the hotel. He goes, "You want to go for a drink?" I'm like, "Yeah, all right, let's go for a drink." Drew. Mm-hmm. So we go to the bar down the street. We're sitting there, and I order a whiskey and coke, and he orders an iced tea. No, just straight up iced tea. I said, Drew, I thought we were going for a drink. He's he goes, like, yeah, I'm drinking. Well, I just, I just feel like an iced tea now. He's wow. like, we got a long day tomorrow. I was he was like, trying oh, to yeah. sabotage He's like, you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he goes, you know, we could like, it doesn't really matter who wins because if it's just a close game, then we're both going to make it. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> what a little little so schemer. Like, they don't even make it. it didn't matter. I was like, you should have had that drink, Drew. <laughs> right, and he sits down. He's like, uh, this guy will take a long out, I see. I'll take a regular. You're like, what? <laughs> That's not how this works. I was so confused. I looked at it. I was like, what? <laughs> we just walked to the bar. We could walk downstairs to the hotel lobby and got an iced tea. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Full scheme on display there. <laughs> so right? Funny. I'm surprised he didn't just have a tall glass of milk because he he was telling us that he loves to just go to a bar and order a glass of milk. Oh my! If he goes to, if next time we go to the bar and he orders a glass of milk, I'm gonna take a picture and send it to you guys. <laughs> Please. Do. Oh my god! <laughs> if if you haven't, you need to go listen to his episode of the Hoppy Boys where they talk about eggnog. <laughs> it's it's a podcast about a, beer, but we we talked about eggnog with Drew, and he's he's uh, right, an eggnog aficionado. Like, <laughs> why does that not surprise? The guy is passionate you're, about what he loves. The guy's yeah, absolutely that, nuts. That, that <laughs> <laughs> I love Drew. Yeah. Drew, yeah, Drew is Drew. a lot of fun. Yeah, he's a character. But um, you all right if I switch off floorball, Brendan? Do it, baby. One big thing I really have been excited to ask you about. Who, um, me? Are you... Yeah, you, Brendan. Okay, good. Are, <laughs> are the plans for you to be playing in the next ball and play league? 
like for like Matt Flurry. Yep. How are, right. how wow. excited are you about that? Three sport athlete. I'm very yeah, I'm very excited. That is exciting. I've heard it's a lot of fun. Um the boys have been hyping it up. I'm excited. I have I haven't even touched like any ball, like none of the bats. I don't even know. Yeah. I haven't even watched the last ball and play. Like I need to watch it to even see what to get the rules down and all on. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so it's gonna be exciting. Tomorrow we actually have a meeting, a Zoom meeting at like twelve thirty or something, going over uh, like everything. We got all our, we're figuring out who the teams are, like who the the celebrity guests or whatever that are coming okay. in to play. The and, pros. Yeah, so we're, we're we're figuring all that stuff out tomorrow for who who Flurry Power's getting and nice stuff like that. So but uh, it'll be exciting. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely yeah, awesome. absolutely. I'm sure, like as a you know a former athlete that you are like a former person who you know was an athlete for money still an athlete mm-hmm. but yeah. um <laughs> you're just the the chance to face even more professional players in this next tournament you get one per game it's gone from just trev in blitzball battle yeah. every once in a while to guaranteed yeah. playing against another pro like i mean yeah. what's, the, what's that like when you've been in that lifestyle like i've never played sports at that high of a level so i never mm-hmm had that mindset but what's it like for someone like you no it's it's a lot of fun i mean i think it's i don't want to say it's diff, different once you do it but you don't really like as a kid growing up i was always like i was a big blue jays fan and you know i go to the games and like i'd get all the autographs and try and catch the balls and everything every you know normal young kid baseball fan does it mm-hmm. at games right and then once you get there, like for me now, when I'm watching games on TV, it's like, those are my friends. They're not like, right, right. I don't look up to them. I've seen that guy blacked out drunk in his own puke in college. Yeah, the intimidation factor leaves a little bit. We're going to go golfing and, and, you know, have a couple of beers, you know, and do whatever. Like, so for me, watching them on TV, it's like going and just watching my boys to an extent, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, yeah, right. like, Brandon Foss, one of my good buddies, he pitched in, in the World Series with the Diamondbacks and stuff, and that was super cool to see, and I watched all that and right. and everything. But, you know, it, it's kind of different. So, like, when these guys come to the warehouse, I don't – I obviously, I'm, like, in awe of what they can do, and, like, any professional athlete at any level is, you know, the best that they're – what they can do, and it's mm-hmm. very cool to see them do what they do at the best, the highest level, and yeah. regardless of what that is, whether it's, you know, cricket or – hockey, baseball, lacrosse, so it doesn't matter, whatever, Olympic sports, whatever. That It's extremely cool to see those guys come in and, and like, do what they do compared to what we do. Like, you, me and Trev never played cricket. This ball and play is, is right. different. Mm-hmm. You kind of see, like, what a professional cricket player versus a professional, a big league baseball player versus a minor league baseball player can do in the same sport, you know? You yeah. kind of see, like, how much of a difference it really makes and how much – Obviously, if we played real cricket, they would dominate. Right. How much does this kind of like level a playing field, you know? And that's right. kind of like a cool, cool thing yeah. to look at. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love it once you start watching yeah, it. Yeah, it, it seems like it might even be more fun. I've it's not fun to before. watch, but it seems like it's more fun to play even than to watch. It seems like, like the best yeah, I mean, possible I gym sport ever. BBD tells us every single time how much he how much fun it is. And he's like, haha, I get to play and you don't. Thanks, BBD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen like a couple clips obviously like, on the Instagram page and you know Twitter, whatever stuff like that. And it seems, and they all say it's a blast. They all say it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. And it's really cool, like yeah. the, what they've created too, because it is it's, like you're saying, it's not real cricket. They've created like 
almost like a fake, like a baby version of cricket inside this little warehouse for these, especially for these pros. But like, they still buy into it like crazy, and like they get so so competitive with it, even though it's they're playing with a sponge ball instead. One hundred percent. I think that's well. I think even with you know the blitz ball itself, and you can tell like the fact that you have guys like Trevor, myself, that's the original Jerry Blevins, like you know big leaguers and minor leaguers that played serious level baseball. And you got guys like Zoe and Jack Doyle and, you know, some of the co- like, those guys, if we went on a baseball field, it wouldn't even be, right. like, right. They, they know you know what I mean? It wouldn't be pointless, right? And then, yeah. But when we get on the blitz ball, it's not like we're taking it lightly. Like, we're still going 100%, and they're mm-hmm. just as good, if not better, <laughs> better than us. You know what I mean? It kind of, like, yeah. evens the playing field. And, and like you said, like, these guys coming down from the cricket, like, they never played that like that either and it kind of it's almost the same like equivalency you know like mm-hmm. it balances it out and, makes it and as a pro athlete you're competitive you don't want to lose right it's the know, mindset the yeah a lot of guys are professional athletes for that mindset you know it separates mm-hmm. a lot of guys and so when you get into the, the warehouse and you start playing you know you forget you're in a warehouse and you're, you're just playing you're yeah just the competitiveness just takes over you know whether you're in a warehouse a professional field or on a beach like yep you're trying to win doesn't doesn't matter, right? Absolutely. Right. Man, that's crazy. To go onto like if you go onto the baseball field, it wouldn't be it would be no no uh competition. We talked no. to Jack a couple weeks ago and we were just like, Jack, you were surely a pitcher in high school, right? He's like, No, I don't know how to throw a curveball with baseball. <laughs> he's like, like he's like, I played oh, second base, I couldn't hit really well. Like that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They know it, and they and it, we joke about it and stuff too. And yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It's very funny. But I'm excited to watch you in ball and play because ball and play is a trip. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm my excited. Goodness. I didn't go play. Personality shine in that game too. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Got to figure out what facial hair we're going with. Ooh, yeah, it's fun. Ooh. Mutton chops? What? The mm, scoop yeah. here? Do you like the from the sideburns? to stash and don't let it come down just do like straight across oh you should shave yeah, yeah, your yeah, head yeah, exactly completely bald and, and just mutton mutton chop. Chop. yeah that's what <laughs> it's gotta be we can talk about that that's what it's gotta be <laughs> facial hair uh what is it what's it called consultant facial hair consultants right here at the blitz ball boys that's right putting uh polls out on twitter for my facial <laughs> oh yeah get that engagement going yeah. baby. that's what you exactly. gotta do Build up a following. Beat we got ice at their own game. Yeah, right. (laughs) We got who? (laughs) Oh my goodness! But okay. You got your draft question, Peter. I got my draft question for you. All right, here we go. We're asking everybody these questions. All right. Or this question, I should say. If you were to do a fantasy draft of players in floorball, and you had to be on the team. But you also could not repeat teams. So you can't pick anybody else from Mac Flurry because you're the representative. Okay. Who would you draft? And then I'll give you this too, because Drew did this. Drew drafted three teams, first <laughs> off. Drew drafted three teams. One of the teams he was in goal. So you could give us two teams where one you're in goal, one you're playing forward. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Also, I'm gonna forget people. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I'll go and goal. I'm gonna take uh, Reagan to play defense. Yep. Good call. That that was easy. That's that's the easy one. <laughs> Very there. easy. 
Now the the other two, who are we gonna go with them? You know, I was feeling I just kind of like trying to think who You see the wheels turning. There's there's smoke coming out of his ears. Yeah. (laughs) I was almost thinking. I was almost thinking. I just kind of talked shit on Zoe for just you know, and 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 Nikki for just kind of running up and down full speed. (laughs) But I almost feel like if. Reagan and I were on the team with them. We can kind of like coach them and use their ability, yeah. like talent, their raw talent and like just athleticism mm-hmm. to be good. Because Reagan, with me and my, me and Nat and Reagan playing defense, I don't think we give up very many goals. Right. No. And I think if we could just kind of teach them where to go on the offensive zone and how to play properly, I think yeah. I think that would be my fault. Yeah, I but Joe can't be, be on the team if Reagan's there. Yeah, they're both amigos. Oh, you can't shit, have so. right. Yep. Those all out. Yeah, right. Those all out. All right. You know what? You forgetting the Woogas? I feel like you might yes. be. Yes. Oh, that's who I forget. <laughs> Woogas. Oh, my God. Give me, uh, give me Jay. No. Give me Luke. Okay. No. All right. Lucas or Jay? Are you saying Jay? Lucas or Jay? Corwin? Corwin. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, Corwin. There we go. It's, it's been it's been a while. It's been a long time. Cool. So we have we have Corwin, yeah. Nikki, Reagan, and you and Goal. Yeah, okay. going that. Okay, all right. Good. Do you want to do one with you as a forward? Ooh, okay. Just for fun. Just <laughs> for fun. If I'm going forward, give me. You know what? I'll still take. Probably still take Reagan on D. Mm-hmm. Okay, easy pick. Probably take. You know what? I'll switch it up on this. I'll take Lucas O'Brien as my okay. other forward. Okay. And this and is the let's big one. Go with the tough one. It's either, it's either Kane or Jack for me. Jack's out. You got Reagan. Yeah, Reagan. Okay. You're right. So got to go Kane. Kane it is. Kane. So then Kane's He's a, a pro. He's a, he's a coach, right? There you go. You got you got two coaches on your team. We're locked in. We got coach, boy, coach, boy, coach. We can't lose a coach. You <laughs> can't lose. Two players. Full eyes, two coaches can't lose. <laughs> can't lose. And then we got our our famous question. Final question. This one is from our friend Chris. He actually gave us two. Every the final question is normally what did you have for dessert, but we know you had a full cake for dessert. We know you so had we'll a full that. cake for dessert already. <laughs> Skipping that question. But yeah. Chris, so we Chris is our friend who we're in a group chat with that we talk about um the the warehouse game stuff. Uh he duped us completely. He watched like all the back alley at bats videos and then just decided to stop when it came to Blitzball battle. Uh Floorball brought him back into it, but we have him ask every interviewee a question. And he gave you two. Usually, All I right. want to tell you this. Usually, <laughs> it's some question about their favorite baseball team, <laughs> but not for you because he knows that you played baseball. So he got All right. um, the first one. Were there any pitchers you faced in the minors that you knew were going to make it to the show just based on how good their stuff was? And if so, who? Or if not, any teammates that you knew were going to make it? 
Well, the first picture that comes to mind, uh, Grayson Rodriguez with ah. the, the Orioles. Yeah. Disgusting. The yeah. best picture I've faced. Uh, I've faced a lot of guys, you know, some top prospects and, and some really good arms. The guys that are in, in the big leagues now with that. Yeah. He was, without a doubt, without a doubt, the best one. No wow. doubt. Um, as far as guys I played with, yeah, 100%. Uh, Ezekiel Duran, Peraza, uh, Wells, Volpe. Um, you know, there's guys that are down, Elijah Dunham, Andreas Chaparro. They're both still in the minors. Those guys are both big leaguers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Fott, uh, he's in the big leagues now. Oh, yeah. Josh Smith. Um, TJ Sikama, he's not up there yet, but I thought when we got drafted, he was in my draft class. I thought he was going to be the first one to make it. He had some injury setbacks, but okay. he's right. disgusting. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a few guys that I play with a lot of really good, especially not minor league, the Yankees minor league organization when I was down that was just loaded with, with talent. There was guys you look at and you're like, that guy's not in the big league yet. <laughs> like, Do they, they look and, different and, too? They're just like, are they like, yoked up or what do they look like? Feel different, Every, yeah. Everyone's just, no, and not even like, I mean, yeah, guys are big and, and whatever, but it wasn't like you know, we were out of place, it's just the talent was just you yeah. see them the way they throw the ball, they hit the ball, and uh, it sounds different, it looks just, different, yeah. And we were out there, and it was just every position, it didn't matter if we rolled out our first string, second string, third string, like guys were just banging balls around the yard, it didn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, where, who, what. And we had guys. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Pagero was his last name. I think his first name. He used to cut our hair, but he got traded <laughs> in the middle of the year to the Angels. We were in high A. He went from high A to the big leagues right away. Wow! Like in a trade, Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran got traded from high A. By the end of the year, we're in the big leagues and we're in the World Series this year. Yeah, kind of, kind of nuts. Like, That's been happening more early recently. I feel like too. This is Chris's second question okay. now. Do you have any stories from when you were pr- facing a pro pitcher on a rehab assignment that speci- that like stick out to you, or any pro player who like was down on the Renegades when you were there, or anywhere else where you were there? Where, you- holy shit, this guy's next level. Um, so the one, the only I'm trying to think rehab guy. I think the only rehab guy I faced was really early on in his rehab was Jordan Montgomery, just down in the minor uh, and Yankees in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as guys that like stood out, he, I didn't face him, but he was on. Uh, he was rehabbing with us. Was Luis Severino mm. when he uh, he actually got hurt? He was pitching for us in uh, in Brooklyn when he like re-injured himself. Actually. Oh wow! But oh wow! Just the sheer like size of him and like. <laughs> It was just well. Actually, I met him, and then in, during spring training, well, actually it wasn't spring training. Right after I got signed, Stanton, Judge, uh, Boyd, and Grant, you know, that was like 2019 when all those guys were hurt. Yeah. So they were all down there rehabbing. So I got to meet all those guys and like just seeing like the sheer size of those guys. Yeah. Seventy two is such a like, honestly, the big thick king. Yeah. And most of them, most of them were great, like phenomenal. The first guy I met. Was uh, was Stanton actually? Oh man! Wow! Had, Greek god. I had I had to go upstairs. Everyone had already left the locker room and went back, but I had to do like extra paperwork stuff because I was Canadian. I am Canadian. I had to do like you know visa paperwork all the time. Uh. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. You've left uh, it in the past. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'm in the locker room and I'm just like putting stuff, just organizing my locker. It's my first day, right? So organizing my gloves and whatever, and I see like the shadow coming big old dude coming to the locker room. I look and it was Stanton and like a cutoff 
tight shirt, like <laughs> just shredded. So I'm like, yeah, that's damn. But I wasn't gonna do anything because like at this point we're like technically coworkers, right? Like I'm not gonna like, right. like oh hey, uh, hi yeah, Mike. So anyway, <laughs> he was Mike. and he was. <laughs> Not just like the whole entry thing, like in the locker room, like set up. We were making Sundays and shit, like everything like that. I was very was down there for a while doing some rehab stuff. He was cool. Like they were all like really pretty cool, honestly. That's awesome. That's 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 nuts. These are all those are the names I would have I hoped that you met. That's nuts. Yeah, Yeah, those are all. And honestly, an an older guy, an older Yankee, is probably one of the coolest fucking guys you'll ever meet. Always full energy. Super down to earth, dude. He's always around. Is Nick Swisher? Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's there all the time, bro. Every morning, he's like, he's like doing a line of cocaine without doing a line of cocaine. The guy, <laughs> the guy's a ball of energy. Yeah, I don't know where he finds it. Everyone talks to him, like the coaches, even like guys up in upstairs management. They'll come down to like, where's this guy get his energy from, man? It's like five in the morning. He's running like a, he's running around off the walls. And crazy. I mean, they had him on Talking Yanks, I think, uh, last year, maybe in the off season, and I didn't know that he was always like that. I thought it was just like for post for pressers or whatever or whatever. Yeah. I, he's like a hundred miles a minute all the time, and he's like the, oh, the most yeah. positive person I've ever heard talk. Also, just like what a what a genuinely nice always, sounding always dude. Always positive. I remember one kid in the dugout. We were about to play a game in the backfield, and this kid asked him about a fight he was in with when he played for Oakland or against Oakland. I can't remember. And instead of just like talking about the fight, he gra- the kid's like six eight. He's about to go pitch. He grabs the kid and throws him on the ground. He's like, "This is how I took him down." Him and Nick Fisher just rolling on the ground, imitate, reenacting this whole fight. He's like, "This is how I did." It. This is the fucking. He's like, "No, my shoes are dirty." <laughs> oh my but god! He's the best. He's the best. Man, he's it fully makes sense that he was on an episode of How I Met Your Mother before. Like that personality makes sense for like I want to be. I'll be on TV. Yeah. What's yeah, he? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he was he was in an episode. I don't think he had a big part, but still funny. So he had a couple lines. He was Ted? He played Ted? <laughs> he was the main character. He was... <laughs> Whoa. That's why had... I actually didn't know that either, but his personality fits that 100%. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I looked it up, and I and ESPN wrote an article that says, Nick Swisher shines on how... So <laughs> maybe it's it now, was a Now it gets main cast. <laughs> 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 but all right yeah i yeah. think that's it do you got anything else brendy i got I mean, we, we covered all of it I mean, I'm, I'm really excited just to talk to you again after be before because i'm excited to see yeah have you changed you you really hyped up your boy too um i'm just excited to see like, now he's a football yeah I, I mean the guy's got a rival warehouse now so i'm, I'm hoping he's gonna be <laughs> really good and take you guys to the top so thanks for doing yeah. this i appreciate your time this is this has been awesome. Yeah, no, this thanks for awesome having me. Yeah, we'll hop back on again for sure after uh, BB4. Yeah, and... yeah. Maybe we will just we'll just chat sometimes too. Yeah, we'll DM maybe you. we'll yeah, see for... you next time you're in the uh, area. Yeah, we're very yeah. close. Yeah, so we'll discuss, um, let's get some ice tea sometime soon. Well, it's I mean, I, just I don't know. We gotta get you guys out there to the warehouse during a, a tournament or something. Do some post game stuff or something. Abs- I don't absolutely, know. be fun. We'd love something it. Like we'll get some, uh, get some good tea out there. Hell yeah! Yeah, Brendan, what should people be drinking? You can. Drink. What should Drew Davis be drinking? That's true. Drew, Drew, Drew Davis is crazy that he hasn't had this. I, I make a drink called Subtle Tea. It's a local product from Long Island. Uh, I have craft brewed by myself. Uh, you can find it at thesubtletea.com. And you can get $2 off with code Hoppy Boys, the aforementioned podcast that Drew and BBD have both been on. 
Gotta get K-Mac on to have a couple beers on that show at some point. Uh, you can find that anywhere you get podcasts. And you can listen to The Lonely Boys, the podcast where we talk about Gossip Girl. And that's most of my shows. That's most of them. Most of them. Uh, do you have anything to plug, Kyle? Uh, horses. Horses. <laughs> horses. Lots of races. About it. Wide open space. That's it. Um, Love it. Otherwise... For me, you can. I'll plug Matthew Del Rey, my brother. He's a nice boy. Be nice to him if you see him. Give him a hug and a kiss. God knows he needs it. Uh, place he is stars. Beyond that, Brendy, ask me the question. You got anything else you need to talk about, baby? Nope. Bye. Bye.